You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Family Matters. Time for our Family Matters feature now. And today we're talking about the role of aunts, the role that aunts play. And I wonder if you have an aunt that made an impact in your life. I want you to share your experiences with us, how your relationship was with your aunt. Uh, Maybe it's an aunt that you were close to, or you perhaps are that cool aunt that's close to the nieces and nephews or your friend's children. How is that relationship? We know that aunts play a significant role in the lives of young girls, in the life of boys, even in their, into their adulthood. And they don't have to be biological relatives. As I said, it can be your friend's children and you play that role of, the, of, of an aunt and that's what you've embraced. I want us to talk about the dynamics of that relationship and the benefit that has on the children. Because an aunt can serve as a trusted female mentor that children, especially young girls, can tend to when their parents are whether physically or emotionally unavailable. So let's explore this relationship um, and the impact of this relationship on children. Your calls on 011-883-0702. I always love hearing your experiences. And if you've got questions as well for my guest, you're welcome to give us a call. Um, or an SMS on 31702. Uh, Vilma Calvert is a family counsellor uh, who is going to be guiding us through this discussion. And then I'm going to take your calls uh, and your WhatsApps um, as we continue. If you've got questions as well for Vilma, I'll take those. Thank you for making time, Vilma. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Clement. Ooh, so this is quite a critical relationship, right? And And I think we're seeing more and more women embracing the role of aunts. Let's first talk about the benefits of an aunt. What makes the role so special? Um, Well, one of the first benefits is, you know, sometimes you can't tell your mom certain stuff. And an aunt is somebody who might just be, it's outside of, um, you know, the immediate family. And you can trust her and... um, also, she understands your mom. So she can give you a perspective and say, you know, well, look, maybe mom would react this way because of this, that, and the other that happened in her life. So she can give you also a little bit of feedback and background as to why mom is perhaps the way she is. Um, and you can confide in, in her knowing that it's family, but it's not immediately in the household. Yeah. So... What are the differences, though, between between that aunt and a mom? And I hear that you say, you know, they've got the benefit of they can talk to you, you are open with them, but they've got the benefit of knowing what your mom thinks. Um, do you think the moms can also play that role? They can position themselves uh, to also be that kind of a person that the children can get to? I'm trying to get the difference uh, between those kind of relationship when it comes to, to a mom, a typical mom and an aunt? Um, you know, sometimes because of mom's responsibility, um, very often, you know, kids feel that they can't really, really talk. They can talk to mom about a lot of stuff, but there's certain issues that they'd rather not talk about. So that could be a slight difference. But I think also, you know, parents are so busy concentrating on the necessities of life almost as it were, you know, making sure that kids are fed, clothed, 
home, that their home is a donor, that their schooling, that their homework is done, and that kind of thing. So sometimes there isn't that space to to have those those intimate conversations. I would seriously encourage that moms, you know, when kids are little, find the time, even if it's just before bedtime, or a couple of minutes just before bedtime, mm. and say. Before you go to sleep, let's talk about what is your day really like? You know, that kind of thing. To establish that relationship. Because we can't wait until they're 14, 15, and now want to establish a relationship mm-hmm. with a kid. That starts right from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. And, and we'll talk about boundaries now in a short while. Because I imagine you also need to be careful as an aunt. You you don't want to overstep uh, the boundaries. Uh, I've got a message from Bianca who says, good morning. Uh, my aunt was my second mom. We always used to buy each other gifts for our birthdays and Christmas perfume or jewelry. Uh, that's a message from Bianca. And this is a voice note that came through. Hi, Clement. It's the Gizzo here. My maternal aunt plays a motherly role in my life. She doesn't have biological kids of her own. However, her two older sisters' children, including my own mother, she treats all of us like her own children. All of us love her like our mother. So by title, yes, we'll call her aunt, Mani Stutler, but she is a mother. She really, really fulfills that motherly role. We love her to bits. And then when it comes to my nieces and nephews, I try to do the same be there for the children, have an open relationship with them as opposed to them looking for information outside and so forth. So I'm trying to emulate that, have that close bond Mm. with them that although I may not be the biological parent, but they've got a motherly figure in me. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for your WhatsApp voice note. Um, I'll go to your lines as well. Give me a call on 011-883-0702. If you've had that kind of an aunt, um, that you were close to, or you are that aunt. I want to hear from you. How do you do it? How's that relationship? Vilma, how do you not overstep the boundaries? Because when aunts um, start to overstep the boundaries, that can now start concerning the parents um, of this child. So what are the boundaries and how do you how do you stay on the safe lane? One, you understand your obligation or responsibility to your niece or your nephew, but on the one hand, you also respect and understand, especially when their parents are emotionally and physically available, that they actually do have parents who may have a different set of rules to yours. Absolutely. It's like grandparents, you know, when are you interfering and when are you yeah. taking So it's, it's a fine line, but again, you know, you need to understand that I'm not responsible for this child in in that in one sense that the parents the ultimate responsibility lies with the parents. So you need to be a guide and not over you know take the the parents' responsibility into your hands. Um, And I think sometimes we need to also as as an aunt you need to say to the kids you know that I'm not taking your parents' place. I'm here as a secondary parent, like we heard in in the voice note. I'm not taking your mom's place. Your mom is still your mom. But I'm here for you. 
And at some point, you know, sometimes I might have to talk to your mom about something that we are discussing, mm. but I will, you know, I will hold whatever you tell me in confidence. But if I think it's something that your mom really needs to know, I'll ask your permission and we can then talk to mom about it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, interesting one. Let's go to Captain Park now. Lerato, good morning. Hi, Clement. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm all right. Uh, I'm an aunt myself. Mm-hmm. I was raised by my aunt. You oh. Know? To a point that, you know, give me mama. She's late now. Mm-hmm. You know, give me mama. And my, my biological mother, I would call her man, you know. And she's raised from a very young age. And today I'm, I'm starting to be a professional nurse because of what she has instilled in me you know she took me back uh wow. she took me to school for tertiary to study nursing you know i was an enrolled nurse at that time but now i'm studying further you know and yeah i really miss her and she she, she has done a great job oh that's wonderful to hear Lerato. and and you are replicating that you are becoming uh, that aunt to your nieces and nephews Oh, absolutely. I love them. I love them to bits, you know. I think I, I wouldn't have been a better aunt that I am if it wasn't for her raising mm. me in the way that she did, you know, and I really value her contribution. Mm. Yeah, that's wonderful, Lerato. Thank you so much for, for sharing that with us. Um, Vilma, what impact is on the children? So when you have that kind of um, relationship with your aunt where you can go talk to them where they're constantly supporting you and you are more freer with them than you are with your immediate parents uh, or in some instances maybe your parents are not physically or emotionally available and, and, and this um, figure has become and replaced uh, that, that kind of relationship from the parents what's the impact on the child when that relationship works? Oh, I mean, you just had that caller, you know, it's such a positive impact because you know I've got a space to go to. I've got someone who's got my back. I'm not alone. Um, It doesn't matter what I'm going through. There's somebody there who is supporting me. My mom and dad may not be able to give me what I'm looking for, but I have a place to go. And I think that's so valuable. You know, when kids feel alone and, and they don't have that inner to find solutions they take they make decisions that are perhaps not so good or, or decisions that harm them for the rest of their lives so it's it's perfect when you've got an aunt or somebody that you can go to and like you said earlier you know it doesn't have to be blood relation it can just be somebody that you trust completely Hmm. Yeah, I've got this long message I want to read here of of someone who is just explaining um, what the circumstances are. And then I'll go to the line shortly. Someone says, hi, Clement. I hope you're well. Um, What a sensitive and relevant topic. I'm currently grieving the death of my maternal aunt. 17 years later, I still find myself paralyzed with grief. I have started therapy this year and have somehow found ways to maneuver through the grief. My aunt was 32 years old when she passed on. I'm turning 30 this year, and my therapist suggested that my age unconsciously triggered my unresolved grief. I miss my aunt so much. I was eight years old when she passed on. I, however, can still remember her scent, her voice, and her breathtaking sense of fashion. This is a message from Dineo um, in Lanesia. Dineo, thank you so much for sending this. 
and yeah, I'm wishing you um, the best. I can only imagine how difficult it must be um, thinking about the times you could have still shared with, with, with your aunt. And that just speaks to that, right, Vilma? That impact, because Danielle was just eight years old when the aunt passed, but she still has those memories of the relationship that they shared. Absolutely. It's it just, you know, it's comforting in, in a sense for, for Danielle that she has those memories to look forward to. Uh, to look back on and still hold on to. I mean, imagine still being able to smell, you know, to have that sense of the smell that that our aunt had. And those are beautiful memories that you should actually just, just hold on to. And I agree that, you know, that the age has, has sort of triggered for her, you know, the, the, the loss of mm. things during her growing up. Yeah. You know, and I'm glad that she's in, that she is going for therapy and and being able to to get the help that she needs. Yeah, let's go to Tando, who's calling us who's calling us from the Johannesburg South. Tando, good morning. Hi, Clement. Good morning. Hi. Um, okay, so I just wanted to add in that yeah. my mom is basically my cousin's second mom. She is her aunt, yes. Um, but she's basically her mother. And it's it's really nice for my cousin, like, and it's nice for me as well, because if my cousin fights with her mom, which is Umam Kuluam, mm. my mom's older sister, then she will just come here at home and stay with us for a weekend wow. or a week or two. <laughs> yeah. Or like, because she's also very close to our grand. So basically, I like to tell her, Iwana, you've got three houses. Just mm. go wherever you want. And it's very nice. But sometimes there is um, friction between my mom and her sister when she does all of that. And my aunt would get like, very upset. Understandably so, I guess. Like mm. Sometimes she maybe feels like, oh, how can my child possibly love you more? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But... Ironically, on the other hand, with me, I have no one. I just have my mom. Like, I just have my parents. Mm. So if I have a fight with my mom, the furthest place I can go to is my bedroom. You can't go to crazy. auntie's house. <laughs> yeah, I can't go to my aunt's house. Because I know she'll just tell my mom. And that's not what I want. I want someone that I can, that confidential and yeah. just. That I can I can rely on. Yeah, why do I you, think it's very interesting. Yeah, why do you think um, your aunt's children or, or child, the one you mentioned, has that kind of relationship with your mom, Tando? Is is it your mom has allowed that child to be and be vulnerable and 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 just you know be open about whatever is going on um, in their lives? Mm. Is it the platform that your mom created as opposed to the work that? as a child you have to do to get closer to uh, to the aunt? Yeah, so like with my mom, I don't know, it's a special gift that she has. All mm. our friends and like the younger generation, they just draw closer to her. They just love her so much. Even with my sister's friends, like one time, they'll be visiting my sister and then they end up spending the afternoon with my mom. Wow. So I think she's a very open person and I think younger kids, or the younger generation feels a lot more comfortable to be in her presence. Mm. And she 
she has allowed she has opened up that platform for her and mm. my cousin mm. and they have a very close relationship like if something happens in my life I know I don't even have to tell my cousin I know my mom's already told her like anything like so she technically yeah. made her comfortable and has opened up that space mm. is she the youngest Tando is your mom younger than is she the youngest at home Yes, ah, I'm the see. youngest, and I'm also the youngest at home. Yeah, ah, I see, because it's it's mostly also the the young aunts, uh, like who are able to also relate to to the struggles, um, I, I suppose of the youth, and that's why sometimes they feel I can come to you and and be open about what I'm facing, and even if I'm fighting with my mom, I know I still have a roof. Um, I can come to your house. Katleho, you're calling from Pretoria. What do you wanna say? Hi. Hi, how are you, Clement? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much. I just want to say this conversation is very interesting and it resonates well with me because um, the relationship that I have with my aunt is so nice that um, I'd say it's one one of the people that actually contributed so well to the man that I am today. Mm. And um, to this day, like I could literally call my aunt anytime. We can talk about anything. I mean, there were points where I mean, you know, I was struggling with my sexuality. She was the first person that I spoke to and she welcomed oh. me very well. Mm. Guided um, you know, she would give me advices, um, even though she was not fortunate to go to school like myself. But her advice I can literally talk to you about anything. So it's possible that like you can have that relationship with your aunt. As though my mom is still alive, um, but I'm very close to my aunt than mm. than, than to my mom. Is but, she younger than yeah. your mom? Sorry? Is she younger than your mother? She's younger than my mother, yeah. I think. Um, but we are super close because, um, you know, back in the days, I mean, we like I grew up together with my aunt, raised by mm. great parents. I was in the city, she'd only come back months. And so we have this bond together. Mm. Um, yes, now we live in separate, but when we meet, we still talk, you know, mm. she raises me. She, oh, she's something else, man. Like, I love my aunt so much. Oh. I love my aunt. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful, Katleho. Thank you for calling. And yeah, kudos to your aunt um, for, for providing that safe space for you. Um, I'm going to get Velma to respond to, to these calls after the latest in Eyewitness News um, headlines. Um, it, it's just beautiful, right? It's beautiful hearing the stories uh, that you are sharing about the relationship you share with your aunts and and again i'm picking up that it's mostly the younger aunts right um they understand things much better they are less stricter than than our mothers our parents um fascinating so i continue calling with your experiences on 011 we're exploring the relationship um that aunts play in our lives right the people that has, have been transformed people that have been helped in this journey of life because of the presence of their aunts in, in, in their lives. I'll take your WhatsApp voice notes as well and your SMSs. It's 1130. 702. Family Matters. On our Family Matters feature today, we've been discussing the role that aunts play and it's just beautiful hearing the wonderful stories of the close relationships you have with with your aunts so i'm taking your voice notes i'm taking your calls and your sms's as well uh, before i go back to them vilma i want you to reflect on the two calls i took uh, before we went to to the headlines we got a call uh, from someone who was explaining that relationship that her mom has with one of her sister's children and sometimes the sister would feel, okay, this is an easy pass. Um, 
I think that kid, for instance, must be disciplined, but they're able to come to you and you still provide that home. Another call was around just the relationship and how open the aunt is to even have difficult discussions. He says he told his aunt about his sexuality and he couldn't speak to his mom first about it. And the, the aunt was so receptive and so supportive. Yeah, you know, something that, that you mentioned was that, you know, that they're younger. It's the youngest, normally the younger sister. Because I think when parents, you know, that first child, it's almost the child is brought up with such strict rules and regulations and everything has to be just right or perfect. And then as the second and the third kid comes along, those rules relax a little bit. And that child is brought up in a almost a freer environment, to put it, if I could put it that way. So I think the youngest sibling in in most homes is the one that's a lot easier going, a lot more relaxed about things. And so the relationship with that person seems to come a lot easier. The first caller was saying, you know, she was saying that her mom has got a special gift, that even her friends attracted. And I think that's also a part of, of that relaxed atmosphere that the youngest, the youngest child grows up in and is then able to relate, you know, I see the older one struggles with, you know, and sometimes the older one sees the youngest one is almost being spoiled. You know, I didn't have the opportunity. I had to live by the rules. You get away with murder. Mm. That can cause sometimes a little bit of friction. Yeah, you know, you had it easier. I had to grow up this way. So I, that's why my children will be will grow up and these are my rules in the home. And we have to respect that, even as an aunt. But you can, it makes, that's what I was saying earlier, you know, the aunt can then say, mom is this way because, you know, as we grew up, I saw this happening. Mm. Or that happening. So cut mom a little bit of slack, um, you know, and, and I think sisters also just need to be careful because sometimes we just assume that because we come from the same household, we have exactly the same value system. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to some WhatsApp voice notes and, and some of the SMSs uh, that are, go- are coming through. A message here says, Hi, Clement. I'm sitting in my office um, with my seven-year-old niece, my brother. She is sitting quietly and drawing a picture of herself and myself. We're waiting for school placement. Over the December holidays, we made a decision to take her in and hope to give her a chance in life. She is my brother's daughter. Until last Friday, I had never met her mother. My niece is a product of a casual relationship, and my brother and her mother were never really together. I met this little girl once before. Her mom, who herself has visibly had a hard life, lost her job in 2020 due to COVID-19, and my brother does not have a stable income and cannot provide for her. So last Friday, she joined my family and my seven-year-old son, who is an only child now, and now he has a twin. They are like peas in a pod. I don't know what the future holds for us, but as an aunt, I see a bright future for this little beauty. As an aunt, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I know that I can give her stability and hope for the future. I also realize that I might be sitting across from my new BFF as I watch her draw a picture of me and her together. So as an aunt, I'm falling in love. Oh, that's anonymous. What a beautiful message. 
Uh, what a beautiful message. Anonymous, thank you so much for sending that. Here are the voice notes that have been coming through. Uh, good morning, Mr. Manyatel. I would like to send a, a special shout out to my aunt, Dr. <laughs> RJ Mpasel, a radiation oncologist at the Polokwane Provincial Hospital. The woman assisted both my twin and I and my sister, the three of us, when we were in university financially. Like for that, I'll forever be grateful. And she has not only done it for us only, she did it also even for the other family mm-hmm. members. Yeah, for that she deserved an aunt of the decade award. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, we must, we must send shout outs uh, to these wonderful beings uh, for the role they've played. Let's listen to some more voice notes. Hello, Clement. My name is Shemani. Uh, I don't have an aunt. I don't have aunties. I have mamas. My auntie, they raised me. My mom uh, gave birth to me and then was hospitalized for two years. When, she, when I was six months old, she was admitted to hospital for TB problem. So I stayed with my auntie until I was 24. I only knew that this is my mom. They present me that this is your biological mother. When I was maybe 16, yes. That's when I found out, no. Actually, that woman you call uh, Aussie is your biological mother. That's the story for me. Mm, wow. Hi, this is Mapule. I'm an aunt myself. Um, I think boundaries will be crossed now and then, but I believe that if there is good communication between you and the mother, and there's a time when you are not sure how the mother will react about an advice you want to give the child, you just have to confirm with it first, then I think everything will be okay. Hi, Clement. Um, It would also be very interesting if at some point, maybe not today, that we would also discuss toxic and manipulative aunts because some of us have Mm -hmm. toxic aunts. Yeah, I know. And last year we did have a conversation about some of um, the aunts that are toxic, whether it's aunts in your family or in your in-laws. But we'll revisit that conversation. Let's go to Mudiechi, who's calling us from Soweto. Mudiechi, good morning. Good morning, Clemmy. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Sure. Okay. Go. Um, my name is Mudesi, obviously mm. from Soweto. Like I was saying, I'm glad for this topic. It's such an interesting topic. Mm. I'm I'm an aunt uh, myself. Um, I have four boys, niece, and uh, four girls. Mm. Okay, and it is quite an interesting role to be an aunt. And also, it, it, it teaches us as an aunt some of the things that we don't know. Mm. And I say, I'm, an, I'm a young aunt. Um, my niece has a problem. Like I was saying to the lady, you know, sometimes you have to speak to your mother or your father about something that you don't think it's that tough, but it's bothering you. So it's, mm. it, it's easy for them to come and speak to me about it. And they know if they speak to me about something, I will not convey to their parents. We will try and sort it out and see how we can do. Some of them, two of them are married. Sometimes they have pro- they have problems in their marriage. You know, boys. Boys will always be boys. They will cheat or do some other funny things. Mm. 
and then they regret, some, after some time they regret. And they don't want all parents to know because now, because my, I know my sisters, they're very old-fashioned. So it's going to be a big thing. It's going to be a formality. Their parents and the, the wife's parents are going to be called. They will, he will speak to me and he will tell me straight what happened. Unlike if he speaks to the mother, he will just, you know, rub on other things. But he will tell me straight what happened. And we will try to sort it out. And then I will also sort it out maybe with a wife, you know, like friends. Mm. If I speak to the wife, I will speak like we are friends. And then just wanting to hear the point of view. I would not say I know what happened. And then they are free to speak to me about such things. And then the girl also, she will have problems in her marriage which she wants to speak about, she wants to cry, she wants to, like, she wants to take everything out, but she doesn't want to tell her mom because she doesn't want to upset her mom. Because you know how parents are. If 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 you say your husband did this, and then they're going to be cross with the husband forever. You know, mm. even even after you have solved the problem, they still, like, they look at you in that way. Yes. So he will come and speak to me about She will come and speak to me about it. We'll see. Mm. She will cry. We will cry together. We will. I will try to see how we can sort it out. Mm. In my own way, without her knowing, I will speak to the husband mm. you know, and try to say, I, well, I understand you're a boy. But one to two, one to three, it's not right. Yeah, yeah. Mudiachi, uh, thanks for calling in, Soweti. Uh, Vilma, I'm getting a sense that much of the responsibility of these wonderful aunts is around conflict resolution. <laughs> Absolutely. Because again, you know, like I said, there's certain things that you can't tell or, or don't want to tell parents. And I hear what you're mm. saying, you know. When the parent looks at your partner and you've now made a choice and you're saying we're fixing it, we're sorting it out, but the parent has still got that attitude towards the partner and holds the grudge. You forgot, you've let it go, but the parent still holds it. So sometimes you, it's easier to talk to somebody else rather than the parent about that mm-hmm. and get the issues resolved in a way that works and helps you get over whatever the problem is without involving the parent. Yeah. And sometimes parents also just, you know, because it's my child and, and they feel so intensely about that child perhaps that they that they can't see beyond what's you know, that that they've resolved, the issue's been sorted out. They still they hold the grudge on behalf of the child. Yeah, yeah. And makes it so difficult. Yeah, maybe the aunts must start taking some some training, uh, conflict resolution training, because that's what <laughs> mostly they deal with. Um, here's another message from Marlene who says, I have an aunt that's like a best friend to me. I can speak to her about relationships, my future plans, finances, and she shares that with me too. She's younger. She's a younger sister to my dad, but you would swear we're sisters and best friends. There's a 15-year gap between us she contributed a lot to the strong resilient and open-minded person that i am today Marlene, thank you so much for for sending us that message here's another voice note uh morning clement uh you are speaking to uh talolanja here in guatemala i you know clement i can attest to that and are the best 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 mother figures that you can ever find plus ronabo our auntie bonoba rutilero yeah, and, and they, they can 
perfectly relate to to the younger ones the younger ones are able to open up with the ants the ants have that thing of being able to protect and preserve the secret those that the young ones are mm. to be no i can attest to that my aunt is the best ah that's wonderful eh alolancha thank you so much for sending uh, that message really are all the ants so cool eh? are, are you telling me there is no aunt that you perhaps still are close to have a good relationship with but they're probably really really strict compared to your your immediate parents i'd like to hear from you guys as well it's 12 minutes before 12 702 Family Matters. All right, 10 minutes before 12, let's continue with your calls and your voice notes as we look at the role that ants play in our lives. And look, not all ants are going to be perfect, right? I've got a message from someone who says, Clement, I would have really loved to be close to my ants, but yo, they're just gossipers and pretenders. They're emotionally draining, and I've accepted that um, we'll never have a relationship. My niece and nephews are still very young but I'm already seeing them trusting me more and I'm so in love and told myself I'll be the best aunt ever. That's wonderful. It's wonderful that you're not taking from how your aunts have treated you and how they've behaved, but you are choosing to be a different aunt uh, to your nieces and your nephews. Jackie, you're calling from Alex. Good morning. Hi, hi, Chairman. Now I honestly have the best aunt ever in my father's uh, last sibling. I wish she's listening. Wherever she is in Rustenburg, she's a teacher. Her name is Puleng Aurelia born Chagela but married into a Magila. You know what? My aunt, we look alike. We think alike. We do the things the same. If we agree, we agree to disagree on certain things. We have the same fun. And you know what? My aunt always, she's the life of the party. Uh, she will dance. Mm-hmm. I'll dance all of you. And <laughs> she's, she's, she's like three years older than I am. Yeah. But uh, we give t- each other tips on like dating, wow. on, on doing things. On If she wants, she has a party, she'll just call me and say, Hey, Musadam, can I into a... Um, a car and come to Latin. Come here. <laughs> she knows I would cook up a storm and she would introduce me and say, Hey, you see this one, Nana Butlaka. She's the chef of 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 the family. She's a beauty. We compete with our looks. But Ratwana, you mm. know? And um well Ralwana and we make up and yeah. when we make up nobody asks the other what happens, you know, mm. but you always find a way of reconciling and loving each other because that's what family is all about. Absolutely. Uh, she would tell me, you know what, I want to do things accordingly. <laughs> tell me when I'm still alive, what is it that is wrong that I need to rectify now? Yeah. So that when I'm dead, you don't say, mm. and guess what? Of of my father's three siblings, this is the best aunt I've ever had. Wow. This is the best. I wish she's listening or her kids yeah. are listening or her friends that they, they can say, yeah. Jacqueline loves you to death. Yeah, sounds yeah. like yeah. sounds like your best friend, uh, Jackie. Thank you for for raising that. Thanks for sending a shout out uh, to her. Um, what happens, Vilma, when the relationship breaks down? I, I just got a message from Anonymous who says, "Clement, your topic today, um, it's breaking my heart. I was so close to my niece. I even." paid for for her education everything that she has it was me 
But now we are like Inyoga Nesele. We're not getting along at all. Yeah, the, you know, and that, that is heartbreaking. But if this relationship is really important, and it does sound like to, to the aunt that the relationship is important, approach the niece and ask what has happened, what has gone wrong, what, what's causing the breakup because this relationship is so important to me. And she shouldn't sort of try and, you know, bring up what I've done for you because mm-hmm. they need to feel like, you know, now it's payback time. But say, you know, that this relationship is important and uh, concentrate on the relationship and what I'm losing in the relationship. I miss not hearing from you. I miss not talking to you. I miss um, not knowing what's happening in your life um, that kind of thing, rather than saying, you know, well, look, I paid for this and I paid for that. You owe me, you know, and find out. Because sometimes the kids also just feel, you know, this has been, I don't want to be a burden anymore. I'm now independent, so I'm going to do my own thing. I'm not going to lean on you as much. Or maybe that's just the perception that I should now be this independent person that you've helped to create. Mm. So I'm cutting the ties almost as it were. So it it has to be looked at if the relationship is really important to the person. Take that first step and ask what's Mm. going on. Yeah. Uh, There's an SMS on 31702. Uh, someone says, hi, Clement, you, um, I recently lost my 10-year-old niece. Oh, so sorry about that. It's my brother's child and we were very close. So just listening to your show makes me miss her even more uh, today. As aunts, there is so much joy that we get from spending time with our nieces and nephews. So to all the aunts out there, please cherish those moments. Uh, that's what Anonymous is saying on, on the SMS line. And then on the tweets, the tweets are coming through. Mongezi says, my aunt is great, but strict. There's a funny story where she prayed for my brother and my cousins in the early hours uh, when they come in from partying. Loving, but firm and very, very funny. Uh, another person uh, here says, uh, I recently lost... I also recently lost my niece. We were very close and just listening to your show makes me remember. Um, as aunts, there is so much joy uh, that we get and, and that the children get as well. Another person says, uh, this is uh, Fiwe, says, I love all my aunts from all sides uh, that I dislike. They are just, there's no one that I dislike. They're just wonderful. I adore all of them. Uh, that's a message that's also come through. Here's another one. Uh, hi, Clement. My mother and my sister won't be in one house for the whole day without clashing, but has the most wonderful relationship with her sister's daughters, two of them. One of them now has her son living with my mother, and the other uh, brings their kids during school holidays, and you won't hear her complain, but my sister's visit for a weekend, she'll be calling everyone after she had left complaining. Their relationship is so toxic and heartbreaking. Yo. And and I guess sure. that's that's what would happen, Vimla, where you don't have that kind of a relationship with your mom, but you're seeing her relate much better with her sister's kids or her brother's kids. Yeah, and, and sometimes that's hard to, to understand or to, to even accept. But again, you know, when you look at your kids and they're happy, then it, it, I just think that, you know, that makes a world of difference. 
if your kids are seeing and you see them happy and mm. even if it's you with your sister and the two of you don't get on yeah. that way, you know, mm. be at peace with at least the kids are benefiting um, from the relationship. Yeah. Vilma Calvert, Family Counselor, thank you so much as always for guiding us through these important discussions.